I've heard it said you steer where you stare. We are bombarded daily with voices vying for our attention. And if we fill our days and minds with Netflix and social media feeds, we can get off track pretty quick. That's why I developed a 30-day music challenge. Listen to Christian music exclusively for 30 days. The challenge is free, and I'll be right there with you every step of the way. Head over to michellenizette.com forward slash 30-day challenge to sign up. Change your music, change your life. You're listening to More Than a Song. Welcome to a special edition of Friday with Friends. Welcome to this special Friday with Friends edition of More Than a Song. With me today is Emily and Drew from the band Local Sound here to chat about their music and, of course, God's Word. Welcome, Emily and Drew. Hello. Hey, thanks for having us. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, as we get started today, would you please tell us about Local Sound? Uh, yeah, so uh, Local Sound, we're a uh, band that is the worship team for my local church here in Nashville. And we actually have a couple other churches around the world, which is super cool. It's a house church movement. And uh, yeah, we we just love the unity of the church. And we believe the Lord's given us song to unify the church together over his word and to uh, unify us through his spirit. And uh, it's really cool that the God that we serve and sing about here in the States can be the, is the same God that someone's worshiping, you know, in the jungle in Taiwan, you know what I'm saying? So like, it just unifies us all together and um, we love to have a good time. So, uh, you know, the past of local sound has been, you know, pop inspired and exciting party vibes. And uh, I feel like this full length album has been uh, a step in maturity for us in a way that like, we really love God's word. We really love the Lord and we want to see people fall in love with God's word as well. And so there's a little bit of taste of, you know, the past us, the now us. And um, yeah, it's just kind of all, all there together. And we just want to see the church unified and have a great time to know that God gives us life fullest. That's amazing. Emily, you have anything else to add about that? I think Drew said everything perfectly. I think also for all of us, worship music um, has been a really important part of all of our faith walks and so it of course feels like a natural thing you know when you grow when growing up I think most of us were involved in like our church worship bands and different things like that and so when we started to develop songwriting skills and really pursue that more and more um, you know it feels like with our faith being the that like heart center of our lives we wanted to you know put melodies to the verses that we were reading and the things that we were going through and things like that. So I think really um, that's, I mean, what drives us is just our, I think our faith, our love for God, our curiosity about, um, you know, exactly what portion of we can represent through music. And so we're just like pushing yeah. into that and, and, you know, then comes an album. I love that. <laughs> one of the one of the ways, one of the reasons that I started more than a song was because I wanted to get God's word kind of into the hearts of my children. And mm. um, so I started by thinking I could write music. <laughs> That's so funny. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't. This is uh, <laughs> this is hear me saying I can't. But I remember the day that God um, just placed into my heart that he's inspired other people to write the music. Mm. And so I just hear that, you know, in your answer, just that God has inspired you to um, put the, the tension, the 
um, the walk, the faith, everything, the word into your songs. And, um, and then we get to sing them and rehearse God's goodness. I love that. Mm. So um, definitely in line with what uh, my, where my heart is as well. So um, I'm going to use time and time again on the podcast on Monday. And I'd love to hear any insight into the story behind that song time and time again. Wow. Um, okay. Well, thank you. Number one for having us and for, you know, speaking about the song and all that. So time and time again, I mean, the theme of the album overall is a very worshipful response to the kindness of God and the um, it's, it's melodies and lyrics that focus on taking time to step away and remember the way that God has been faithful every step of the way leading up until now. So that when you're in times that are more challenging or when you feel, you know, not settled in your heart, you can look back and be like, you have been faithful time and time again. And, um, you know, going into what you're saying about scripture, it's like, you know, I mean, that verse that you learn in Sunday school, like thy word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my path. And I think it's like you, you learn all of these things when you're younger. And then you actually take those like little things and you're like, oh, okay. So God's word is what lights the way. And the way, um, is the, is the source that we'll have for, um, for hope and for peace and for confidence. And so time and time again, is that sort of like reminder to step away when, you know, when you're feeling overwhelmed or when you're going through a hard time in life to just, just take a moment, whether it's like, um, you know, you just go into your room for five minutes and pray, or you go on a drive or whatever. And you're like, I'm going to remind myself of the names that God has throughout scripture that light the way. So the names that he has, I mean, the comforter, the source of hope, the source of love, the source of peace, the source of joy. Um, all of those names are, you know, are declaring God's goodness and his faithfulness and consistency from glory to glory um, in our lives. And so really the song is just about the importance of reflection and acknowledging that God has the last word and scripture reminds us through all the different names that, um, that, that are used throughout the word. I love that. Yeah. The names of God reflect the character of God. Mm-hmm. And so it's who he is, right? So it's not just what he does. Of course, it reflects that as well. But um, I do love, and I love that you use the word rehearse. I think that's one of the powers of um, the power of music is to rehearse the truth. Um, mm-hmm. And and um, we can do that through song. Of course, it's easier to remember because there's rhythm and rhyme and all the other things like that. And so I think that's why we have to be really careful what music we listen to because what are we rehearsing? <laughs> we can rehearse. Yeah, good. Um, we can rehearse garbage too if we want if we if we choose that. Um, but what a beautiful uh, uh, reminder that we are to rehearse the goodness of God and that and that He is good and in so many different ways. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Any so thoughts good. to add, Drew, on that song? I thought that was awesome, man. And I love I love the I think every time we lead that song. Uh, we sing the verse, uh, the line that's darkness is not dark to you. And mm-hmm. it's just such a welcoming uh, heart of the Lord to say, like, bring me your mess. And because uh, th- that doesn't scare me and I have better for you. And so, uh, yeah, just such a such a source of hope um, that we get just to be vessels to share God's goodness through that song. So. So as you guys are writing music, um, it sounds like it's coming from a very personal place. Are you finding that the audience is saying? Yeah, me too. I 
I feel that. And have you had any kind of stories like that? Yeah. I mean, I think that the beautiful thing about music, um, well, art in general, there's this uh, famous quote by, um, well, basically it says like, uh, creativity is collaborating, collaborating with the creator. Mm. And so music, art, life experience, it's so universal. You know, we all long for love and hope and a sense of wonder and all of these different things that looks different in every single person. But I think when you are pushing and saying, Lord, you know, I want to collaborate with you with these songs, then it's gonna stem from our, the writer's life experience. Mm. But I think in general, you know, we found songs that we've written and shared, like this one song on my side, we talked about, Drew and I have talked about this before, but like that song was written when I was, when I was struggling um, with anxiety and it felt pretty dominant in my life. And it was sort of a prayer song type thing. And then to see and hear the stories of, of how it's reached other people in their own way reminds you that it's so much farther beyond what I say and what I do. And I can only reach like this level when I give my best, but it's like saying, okay, Lord, I want to collaborate with you today and write the song and then release it into the world to bring hope and bring people back to you. And it's kind of like that circle of consistently moving in that way. And so Anyway, it's, it's been really beautiful to hear how God has worked through these songs so far in ways that we couldn't have even dreamed about if we like try to write the perfect song. Yeah, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts for sure. Yeah. And I love how he can just take our um, small offering and magnify it in ways that we could never imagine. I love that you said that music is art. That's something that I've just really tried to remind um believers in, in, in general, you know, that, uh, you've got, you know, um, a variety of very strong opinions on, on what should be, um, said and sung and the styles. And I was watching a, a documentary the other day, laughing at the fact that in the nineties, you know, you have these like rock bands with the long hair and the Christian moms who didn't want them, you know, their kids <laughs> to listen to that devil music and that kind of thing and how music has just changed over that over time, uh, just the, the genres and all of that, but it is art and it can reach people in ways that are unique and in mm-hmm. a way that, um, is on a deeper level, I think, than, uh, even just a well-written blog post or a sermon or something else that God also uses, of course. Yeah. Uh, I, however, just love finding songs that have lyrics that point mm-hmm. back to God's word. I just truly believe that the power is really in the word of God is less in our yeah. words and more in his word. And so was there any specific scripture or area that you guys were thinking of, or is there an area of scripture that you're sitting in right now? It doesn't even have to be related mm-hmm. to that song. I'm just really curious about that. We, uh, we're reading in first uh, Corinthians right now in our house church and we're in chapter two. And so you said that like uh, relying on God's word over our word is exactly what that whole chapter is about. Paul's like, I came to you guys nervous and scared uh, about how you guys would take this and uh but i didn't try to come with eloquent tongue or fancy words i just gave you the simple gospel and just to show that it's god's work in me and not my own and we we kind of sat in that verse for a while because it was really cool to think that like this is the paul that was a you know uh a persecutor of christians a persecutor of of people a pharisee of, of the highest order and like he literally probably lived a life that looked like uh, condemning people and debatable, you know? And he was like, you know what? Like, 
I could use words that are fancy and that is wisdom of the world, but mm. it doesn't compare to God's wisdom and the spirit's wisdom in me. And so I think it's really important for us to lean into that uh, as a band, as local sounds, we write songs uh, even for the future. It's like leaning into what God has said about us and what he says about his children. And just to remind us to give us, to give, you know, the world hope again. And so, and I think we sit in a really special seat to be able to do that. So do, so do you doing podcasts, mm-hmm. having, having the art of conversation and communicating well with people to like, just inspire people to know that like, Hey, like, are you being a good steward of your time, like of your talents and your gifts? And, um, and so, yeah, that just really inspires me. Um, and just to know that like, we are truly just a vessel and the best word is God's word. I, I highly agree. My goal is to get uh, my listeners to read the Bible for themselves. I think a lot of times awesome. um, we are um, sometimes running on spiritual fumes. Want to know how I know? Cause I've done it. Um, yeah, we sure. um, hear the word. Maybe we put ourselves in a, a church environment where the word hopefully is being spoken and taught about, but it seems a little intimidating to pick that book up for ourselves and engage with Mm. it for ourselves. And so I just try to gather really good habits from everywhere that I can. I tell people, um, I call them Bible interaction tool exercises because it's cute. It says bite, right? Spells bite. And, um, (laughs) but I just curate them. I don't create them. So are there any exercises that you use to interact with God's word that just, makes makes it better when you when you do that i would say um there's this one account i keep forgetting what it's called but it's like an instagram account that just shares like random like video clips from sermons or interviews or things like that but mariah from mosaic um she was she said this it was like one of those random clips that i just saw and it really moved me it was like um you in order to you we all want to hear like god's voice and Mm -hmm in order to hear his voice, you have to know his words and how Mm. he speaks. And so in order to know those words, it, it is a discipline and it's not the easiest thing. Like listening to a song takes three minutes and it's like interesting and fun. And I wouldn't say it's like the easiest thing to just like go into God's word. But, um, that just sticks with me. I'm like, Oh, I want to know more of how how God speaks. I want to know that. And so, um, you know, I want to, I want to read his words. I want to know what his, his words sound like. And so that really has been helpful for, helpful for me. Also, I am like queen of getting distracted. Like I literally sit down and <laughs> I do it. I like, you know, have everything set up and then I'm just like, I have to get that dish or I'm like, I have to I have to call this person. And so for me, it's going to look different for everyone. But for me, I have like literally my journal if I'm, you know, taking, let's say 30 minutes in the morning and I really do try I know this isn't easy for everyone but for me I just like I try to turn my phone like off and put it over because I just like any notification like immediately intercepted thought and I just like start thinking about something else so I try even if it's just 10 minutes you know 30 minutes an hour whatever you have time for to just set my phone away and just like lock in when I can and also um then any thoughts I have like, oh, I need to call this person or, oh, I need to schedule this. Like whatever I have, I just write it in my journal so I don't have to like open my phone and write it in the notes app. So that's really helpful to me. No, it's so practical. And then at the end, I'm like, okay, now I can like do the different things that I thought of because I think it's pretty unrealistic unless you have like, I don't know, unless you have superpowers to just like sit down for 30 <laughs> minutes and like turn off the world. You know what I mean? I think, yeah. you know, 
Um, so those things are helpful for me. <laughs> no, it's very, very real. And what I heard you say, I'm going to reword it a little bit, but, um, is to stay curious about what God sounds like. You had used the mm. word curious earlier. And I just love that word. Um, and I think that if we come enter into a time, uh, with him and with curiosity and kind of expectation mm. of getting to know him better and hearing from him, um, that really matters. And I love the practical. I mean, I have to actually put the phone in a different room. That's how distracted I get. So kudos mm -hmm. to you for being able to just turn it over, but whatever yeah, it takes. Same. <laughs> same. I'm like, hello. I'm like, hey, yeah. Sorry, God, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So distracted. God's going to be like, show up on our notifications. Hey. <laughs> like, oh. yeah. It's like me. Put your phone down. I'm like, gosh, okay. <laughs> All right, Drew, what about you? Any Bible interaction tool exercises that you can share with the folks? Yeah. Um, M, M said it so well. And, uh, I, I, I do agree that it is a discipline and like for us to get on here and be like, it's just do it. You know, it's just like, that's, that's hard. And, um, you know, at, at my local, um, we have six rhythms that we practice, um, a year. And then we restart those rhythms again, uh, go over them twice. So it's, it's a uh, prayer, fast, preach, study, Sabbath, generosity, and study is one of those that we kind of focus on for the month. And so each of those have a month of their own. And uh, right now we're in fasting, but for study, uh, we really talked about how uh, important it is that repetition is important mm -hmm. and being in the word consistently through the week. We read one chapter a day until we meet for our house church on Monday nights. And then we study and talk about what the Lord's taught us. And um, just a, a tweetable line is that, you know, the first few times you read God's word is you getting into God's word. The third or fourth times is it getting into you. Ooh, and so like we really that. believe that, uh, you know, the more time you spend in the word, the more you see what God wants to tell you, what he's saying to you and uh, speaking to you. And so there's a bunch of different, like, uh, you know, acrostics that you can use like soak and things like that, like little, little letter things you could do, but yeah, we just re repetition is so important. And um, we have a great team of people that, uh, have done an amazing job at giving us a little bit of like study from the history and things like that. And, uh, and so, but blue letter Bible is a great one that has a lot of different commentaries that you can find if you need resources for that. Um, but yeah, repetition is, is one that's like, and, and, you know, like sometimes you, you could be hard on yourself where you're like, I got to read this whole chapter. Why don't you just read until you feel like a nudge from the Lord and just be like, okay, I want to, I want to rest in that today and apply that somehow in my life today. And uh, just have a little bit of grace with yourself in that and just let the Lord speak to you. I tell my listeners that all the time, grace, people, grace. Dang, <laughs> you know? That's good. Because I think sometimes we just, you know, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Um, also kind of implying that there's one right way to engage with God's word mm. all the time. And that's why I like to share a variety of ways, right? So if that's you're great. approaching God's word in a variety of ways, it keeps it, interesting. You get different results because you're trying something new. Um, so anyway, love it. Historical context, repetition, love it. Yeah. Emily, you have something else? Oh, I was just also going to say the Bible app has a daily devotion every morning that a lot of things for me, you know, I think about in terms of like art and being creative. It's like our minds are so um, beautiful and amazing. And I think like immediately if you like wake up and you're checking your phone and you're like looking at the news, your email or any, anything that would like intercept your thoughts that would mm. kind of take away from that 
waking up, like putting your feet on the ground and being like, this is the day the Lord has made. Like I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I always think about like when I'm doing other things as they're intercepting those thoughts. So, but a really like practical thing for me, is just like, because I pick up my phone, instead of going to whatever, I just like open the Bible app and they have that daily devotion where it's like someone talks for two minutes and then you read the verse and then there's like three questions and then there's like a description and a prayer. And it literally takes four minutes and it's just like a nice way if you are looking at your phone right away to just like, it's just kind of like say, be looking at a verse and saying a prayer and starting your day that way. Cause I know we don't all just wake up and we're like, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, and it's kind of set up like an Instagram story kind of vibe, right? Where you're yes. kind of clicking through. So you kind of have that. Um, yeah. I like that a lot too. Yeah. I love it. It like blesses me every day. So yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Well, uh, what are we looking forward to with local sound? What's next for you guys? Um, and how can we kind of pray for you and support you as you continue to get God's word out through your music? Ooh, I guess we can both answer this a little bit, but um, I, I mean, I'm really, really excited that this music is out into the world. We've been working on it for like over two years and I am really just looking forward to really hearing the response to it and being able to share it with people, whether it's at my local or um, any other times that we're together. And I'm, I mean, of course, like we're always writing, you know, I think we all work in music. So I think just like more music, but also just this music that we've worked so hard on just having its moment and mm. just, just really appreciating that as much as we can. So, yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I think seeing these songs like, become DNA for our people. It's just like really special. And, uh, you know, we've been singing these songs as we've been making them in our church. And I mean, seeing our leaders lead even this past month and just being tears, singing my confidence, just through the journey that they've been through. Um, and to see that the Lord has been so faithful through that. And like, um, yeah, I think just give, give this album, these, these songs kind of like spotlight for a minute to like, let them soak into our hearts. And, uh, you know, at, like Emily said, we are a part of music in some way or another, just the nature of being in Nashville, I feel like. And uh, and it's just cool because um, getting to be a part of this, uh, this is the first project Local Sound I've been a part of. And it's been really awesome to have like texts from like old friends being like, man, what a good reminder of how kind Jesus is. Mm -hmm. Like, thank you, man. Keep going. And it's just really awesome that like, this has an effect on people unlike any other music I've ever done before. And uh, it's just the Lord over it and, uh, and in it. And so more to come, like I'm excited for what's next for sure. I love it. Well, and I've loved having you guys on today. It's been wonderful getting to know you blessings on your time in God's word, that it would inspire you to write even more music. Mm -hmm. And I do pray blessings on the, the music that has been birthed out already. Like you said, let's let it soak <laughs> into the hearts and minds of the people who will be hearing it for the first time. Mm -hmm. And it's just been wonderful being with you today. Thanks for coming on. Thank okay. you, Michelle. It's been Thanks great. So much. Thank you for listening to this special Friday with Friends edition of More Than a Song. Be sure to follow the podcast and subscribe to my email list at michellenizat.com to get premier notice of future special editions like this one. If you want to watch the interview, you can catch it over on YouTube. Just search for Michelle Nizat TV. And as I mentioned during the interview, I will be using local sound song time and time again to jump into scripture on Monday's regularly scheduled episode of More Than a Song. Until next time, take time to meditate on God's word and consider his ways.